Welcome to Smart Route, the podcast by Call Tracking Metrics, where you'll hear stories from businesses at the intersection of marketing, customer experience, and sales. We're sitting down with business leaders and industry experts to dive deep into the path they took to find success. Here are your hosts, Brandon Jordan and Peter Bacon. Welcome to the Call Tracking Metrics Smart Route Podcast. Woo! Burr, burr, burr. Right, we, we have the music there. Um, this is uh, our second episode, Peter. How you feeling? Good. Good? Awesome. Yeah. We have a uh, wonderful special guest, um, the Honorable Kiva Slade, uh, CEO owner of the 516 Collaborative, 516 Collaborative. Um, and we're definitely looking forward to a great conversation. Kiva, how's it going today? Hey, it's good. I'm glad to be here. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. So um, I know you have such an amazing background. Um, so I know your, your bio really tells us um, so many, you know, so many, like you have so much great experience. Um, so tell us a little bit about some, some of your, your, your background. Um, you've done things from like crafting jewelry to legislation, right? Um, so can you just kind of just talk, talk a little bit about some of your background? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's definitely not been a straight path. Like, you know, I'm, I'm the girl taking the S-curves here <laughs> and winding up at my destination. But yeah, I grew up loving politics. I'll be honest, when I was three, I wanted to be a lawyer and a Dallas Cowgirl cheerleader. Oh, nice. <laughs> and in my mind, like those things totally coexisted, okay? So those were my goals in life. Um, I'm did not ever try out for the cowgirls, and I didn't go to law school. Um, I wound up getting a master's instead. So, nice, um, nice. but definitely had a, you know undergrad poli sci major, thinking about what I wanted to do, and really wanted to go into politics. So, grad school did all of that. Wound up on the hill and was quickly disabused of my naivete around, um, what's that, Hamilton? Like, you figure out how the sausage is made and you're That's like, right. you know yeah. what? I'm Changes good. Changes everything, right? Yeah, yeah, you're like, I don't like sausage anymore. <laughs> I'm okay. And so really that part of me just had to try to figure some things out. I went and did policy at a nonprofit. But then, you know, I met a guy, got married, and nice. um, had a, got pregnant. And so it's like, then you're like, okay, what are we doing now? And so um, our daughter had some health challenges, and it was kind of interesting because when I was in grad school, one of my internships was with the Governor's Office of Children, Youth, and Families. And that okay. was when all that zero to three, zero to five brain research was out. And oh, at that wow. point, I didn't even have a boyfriend, but I was like, I am going to stay home until my child is five because <laughs> their brains are like just yeah. firing off yep. all these things and they it's need like a sponge. me. sponge, yeah. Yeah, so yes. wound up actually being home <laughs> and for a lot longer than zero to five. So wound up just started working with my kids and started homeschooling because one kid led to another kid. I don't know mm -hmm. how this math works, but yeah. you know, it kind of went that way. And um, I was a mommy blogger back in 2007, 2008. So mm -hmm. I like to tell people I'm not like, you know, new to this, this yes. whole thing of being remote and online and all the things like, yeah, did all of those. So nice, this nice. really kind of got to this point where kids were starting to, you know, dual enrollment and looking at college. And I'm like, oh, you can't homeschool if there's like no kids, right? Correct. <laughs> You're not teaching anyone. <laughs> so I was like, what am I going to do? And a friend of mine, she's like, oh, you know, look at being a VA. 
And you guys know, like in the DC metro area, I am literally looking at her like she has two heads. I was like, what does the administration have to do with what? With anything, yes. Yeah, I'm like, do you hear my question? She was like, ugh. And I'm like, ugh. So we're both having this whole acronym challenge. And so I did. I looked into that, but quickly realized like what I know in my skill set. And I was just like, so are you also going to do this in your business? And they were like, I just need you to do my calendar. And I was like, I don't just do calendars. Like, you know, and so it was really in that actually fed a lot into the work that I do now because Mm -hmm. I really help a lot of business owners, but in particular women realize there's lateral moves you can make when you're wanting to go into entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. and this uh, feeling. And I don't, I won't say I don't know that men don't have it, but I think women have it more in that we think we need to go down to the bottom and then work our ways back up. And so really help them understand. Yeah. It's not at all. Dude, like just lateral, like that's all we're doing. And so, you know, really look at that and really help them understand like, Hey, there's a straight move over here that you can do. And, and no shade to anyone who's a VA, like there's tons of opportunities there. Right. But for some women, when you have managed things, you've led teams, you've done a lot of different things. There's no need for you to go Damn. back that route. Yeah, you absolutely. can actually just make a lateral into what it is that you're looking to do. So mm-hmm. all of that to say, it's been a, a windy road, but um, a wonderful one in yeah. that I feel like all of those experiences, no matter what we've done in life, all come together and and they make sense. And you'll start to see where you're pulling from other things that you've done. And, you know, it was, um, I think just, it was the path I was supposed to take. And I'm happy I did. (laughs) So many different stories from the different directions you go and somehow they can all weave into each other. Exactly. And I I think, um, Peter, I, I, I know you have a question. Um, I didn't quite uh, do our intro justice. I did not mention um, I am a Baltimore kid that you are a Morgan alum, right? Yes. So shout out to the the Morgan Bears. I know when we first connected, we had a great conversation about uh, the great food scene in Baltimore. I'll I'll I'll, I'll save that for a little later. Um, yeah, we've already I, I talked about sausage. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I don't want to get everybody hungry, right? I know we we've got some time before lunch, but uh, go go ahead, Peter. I, but I, I definitely wanted to bring that up and uh, definitely give you a shout out there. Yeah, definitely. And just awesome. prayers for Baltimore right now. Yes, for sure. For all sure. That's going on. Definitely. Yeah. A lot of yeah. things going on there. Yeah. Kiva, so as 2023 draws to a close, uh, we'd like to get a little retrospective from you on what are some of the things that marketers got right in this last year? And, you know, be honest, what did we get wrong? Oh, that's such a great question. <laughs> you know, I think. It's a loaded question. Yeah, it's definitely loaded. Like a baked potato, but... um, (laughs) There's food again. There's food. There's food again, but um, I really think authenticity was something that I feel a lot of marketers got right. Um, I think there's a part of all of us still trying to figure out like post-COVID selves in life. (laughs) It's like people are craving authenticity. People are craving realness. And I feel a lot of marketers did a great job there with that authenticity and also brand and value alignment. Um, I think we went through a period of, you know, George Floyd, oh, let's have a black square on our social, you know, but like, nothing else your company did aligned with that. And so you get called out on it. And so now I feel there was a much 
more intentional shift towards brand and value alignment. Like you can go ahead and do X, Y, and Z, but if you're going to show that on your, you know, in any of your marketing, it needs to actually be backed up by stuff. So I think that that was um, a good thing, but I also think brand and value alignment can fall into things that were bad as well (laughs) and things that were not done well, because I feel that some, again, there's that feeling of this is what we do, or we're trying to jump on the most recent trend and it doesn't align with your branded value. And people saw that as well. So I feel that one's a mixed bag. It can go on either end. And then I think another thing that was more, I'll say wrong, is understanding now these different platforms and everything else there's different audiences, whether there's some overlap, your, your people could be in multiple places, but they're on each of these platforms for a different reason. Yeah. And I think really starting to hone in on that, which for some feels exhausting. It's like, wait, we got to create more stuff and market even more. And it's like, yeah, actually you do. Um, but you know, I think that it's a finding where that sweet spot is. And again, like, you know, focusing on where your people really are, then it may not feel as overwhelming, but yeah, lining up and, and getting brand and value alignment. Like I always think about Wendy's. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I don't eat Wendy's, but I feel like <laughs> Wendy's marketing people, like yeah. they are just like the epitome of petty. They are like yes, they are. <laughs> anything that someone else is doing, they were like, yeah. Like, hey, but if that works, <laughs> they keep their petty going, you That's know, right. yeah. and, and but it works and it gets like, you know, everyone talking, yeah. whether you go buy Wendy's after that, I, I don't know. But, yeah. you know, you might go get a Frosty, <laughs> but, you know, it's one of those things like if you're going to be that way, then fully lean into whatever yeah. it is that you are and own it. That's awesome. I like that with the authenticity because also, for me personally, that also holds some accountability to them too. Yeah. You're going to say this. I want to see you follow through with that. Back up what you're doing. Exactly. And that's what I feel people are looking for. It's not just you telling me we do these great things. (laughs) Like, okay, show me the receipts. Like, where's the receipts of what you've done? I want to see it. You know? And when they don't have those receipts, it's like, oh, I don't know. And, and it, we've proven that we won't spend if we're not feeling like you are doing what you say you're doing. That's right. Yeah, we've seen a record Absolutely. number, a record number of companies get called out, whether it's in the news, social media, um, you know, for not aligning and, you know, not being, you know, authentic and not um, sticking to that, that, that brand value. So, no, that, that's a great point. And um, I think everybody should, should take heed to that. Right. Stay authentic um, and you know, stay aligned with your, the brand values that you guys have designated for your your marketing and not just your marketing, but for your your, your company's values as well. So that that's awesome. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and kind of to that sense, um, just kind of going, you know, I, I, I wanted to know, like, um, what kind of trends. Right. So outside of companies getting called out. Right. We've seen that a ton, um, you know, which has some positive effects, some some negative effects as well. But um, outside of that, like what other trends, Kiva, have you seen, um, you know, when it comes to um, like maybe things like the metaverse, NFTs, et cetera? What do you think, right, is worth the hype going into 2024 and what's not? Right. So we have these 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 compare and contrast questions. Um, but, yeah, what's what, what's worth the hype? What's not? What, what are you guys seeing? 
Oh my goodness. You guys are coming with all the loaded questions today. It's like, man. Um, let's see. Like, worth the hype, whether we like it or not, AI. AI. It, it. You it's love it, hate yeah. it. Like, mm -hmm. it is here. It is not going anywhere. The investment, whether it's through Microsoft, Google, like whomever and whatever, it's everywhere. Um, and I, like just the other day, Canva, I wanted a picture of a canary in a coal mine and, okay. and it was giving me coal mines or it was just giving me canary and they were like, try text to image. And I put it in and was like, oh. And it was like, oh, you have this 500 credits of this. I was like, well, why have I not been using this more often? <laughs> you know? But it's like those things, like that ability to, I think we've all searched for some image or something and it just didn't convey yeah. what we it's really fine. wanted. And now it's like, so you can kind of take my words and make me the image yeah. that I was really looking for. And I can enhance that or create more nuance in it to give you that specifics. Yeah. And so I think AI, whether we, you know, again, like it or love it, it's here. Um, it's here to stay. And I think just figuring out how we can better use it is like for all of our benefits. Um, wow, the metaverse, NFTs, like, I don't know. For me, I think they've had a branding issue from day one. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you weren't a gamer or something, like, you yeah. really, like, they're the cross appeal, like, or you yeah. start talking crypto, blockchain. Mm -hmm. Let's be honest. Some older millennials, Gen X, they're like, mm -mm, "That sounds like a scam." Yeah, no. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so they're just like, they've checked out of this conversation. I feel so seen. I, I feel seen. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it just doesn't feel like you're like what, and it just so I feel like that. It's so volatile and yeah. with the economy the way that it is, our you know um, connected world economy. Yeah, I don't want an NFT. If I'm a buy sound, I'm putting the art on my wall right. and I, I need touch to it. see right. it. <laughs> like, I want to touch it. It needs to be tangible, not some, yes, yes I own a part of this. It's digital. Yeah. Yes. Like, yes. No. No, no. no. <laughs> so I feel like that's like a part of it. And I, mm -hmm. I joke about like older millennials and stuff, but I mean, my kids are Gen Z. I think, yeah. yeah, all these different letters and <laughs> you know, even that, like my, my daughter is totally like, mm -mm. where's no, my son? Wow. I think, yeah. My son, I think has a, um, he has some, I don't know, him and a bunch of people own some art. Like you're never going to okay. have it, own yeah, it, but yeah. you know, like it's investment is what he yeah, said. You know? And I'm yeah, like, yeah. Oh, babe, did you research that very well? You know, like that was disposable. I'm hoping some money that you just have over there because mommy would say no. So yeah. I those that depending on your age, yeah, they were hyped up and you're like, mm, I'm good. We can move on to 2024 without those things and everybody would be okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah that's perhaps awesome. this will be a valuable lesson a little bit down the road. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I know on our, our um, recent podcast, AI came up as well. So for those that are listening, this is the second time now that AI has come up. So again, you know, take heed. Um, and, you know, we, we had a really great conversation around that. And again, it's coming up here. Um, right. It's a great tool. It's powerful. Um, so going into 2024, it's something um, whether you're in marketing operations, you know, sales, 
you know, any industry, it's some, it's a tool that, you know, you can help, that can help you for sure. So right. that's and awesome. Great answer. About it is, it's getting smarter. Mm-hmm. And as it gets smarter, there's more ways in which to use it. Yeah. Um, like Zapier yep. um, put out a thing, like, you know, they've incorporated even more of chat GPT with it. Yeah. And now they have a thing where you can literally tell it what you want to do. That's right. And it's going to tell you what automations you need and then actually give you help on your, like, this is a process. (laughs) Well, did you also think about maybe this could happen? (laughs) And it's like, oh, and actually I I did. And thanks for that heads up, you know? (laughs) But when we're thinking about this, it gets, it's, it's getting smarter. It is getting to the point where, and I tell people I work with, especially operations folks, like Mm -hmm. if it can do the low level lifting for you, for you know otter ai like it listened to your meeting already (laughs) tell me what were my meeting notes and what's the action items okay (laughs) i mean you were there you were listening you were taking notes like if they can do that and then your team can go pull that and that becomes your you know goes into your project management tool we don't need a human to read through the transcript like it was already done for us so It's starting to figure out how do we use this in a way that helps us and um, makes us better, makes us more efficient, because the reality is, again, we have an economy that's kind of rare. And so we all need to figure out ways. How can we be more efficient? And if it's utilizing AI to do that low-level heavy lifting, let it do those things. And then we take over with the human element. So... Yeah, it's one of those that if you're feeling that, eh, I don't know, Mm-mm, get over it, yeah. <laughs> dive in and figure it out. Like this is the one you're just going to need to dump it, jump into the deep end of the pool and, and, and figure it out. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. Yep. Great, great advice. Great advice. <laughs> All right, my friend, I got a question for you. What's that? <laughs> so 2024 is right around the corner. People are starting to get ready and prepare for the year. Um, what would you say that uh, are three steps that marketers, leaders, and business owners can do to make realistic goals for the coming year? Oh, yeah. I would start with revisiting your mission, vision, and values. Yeah. Like, honestly, and if you don't have them, now I want you to start making them yeah. first. Now's the time. <laughs> yeah, now's the time. Like no better time than the present. But really do that because you want to make sure your goals align with your mission, vision, and values. And if you have mission, vision, and values and haven't shared them with your team, now is the time to do that as well. We need to have everyone on board with this is where we're, what we who we are, you know where we're going, and this is what we stand for. And the more that everyone is aware of what that mission, vision, and values are, the more that you obviously you have people who commit it, connect it to that, who believe in it, they're going to show up better. So revisit that before making any goals, all right? And then make sure any goals you do make align with that mission, vision, and values. And again, it's time. If you haven't looked at it lately, it might need a little tweak and a little tune-up. Yeah. Go ahead and put that time in now to do that. Um, evaluate what worked. Look at the data. Be objective. 
You know, sometimes we want to just look at, hey, we made a profit. Everything was going well. Okay, let's let's dive a little deeper. You know, we did well. How did the team feel through this process? Okay, was everyone burnt out, ready to quit? Hmm. Okay, then if they were, we might want to adjust what this well is defined as because we might not have a team next year, <laughs> okay? Yeah. If we keep going at this rate, are there things that we need to change? So looking at what went well, how did we feel in delivering or doing in all of the pieces that you know go with that? And is that how we want to feel in the future? Right. Okay, so we are now um, in October. When we look at ourselves next year at this time, how do we want to feel? What do we want to have accomplished? But also, again, how do we want to feel in the accomplishing of that? Um, so I think that that's really important. Um, don't be afraid to tweak and trash. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> tweak what needs tweaking. But there's some stuff that we need to trash. Again, maybe it's some let, bring in some AI to do some low-level stuff, and we use our human intel for much higher tasks. Whatever that is, whether it's, if stuff's not serving you as the marketer, as the business owner, as the leader, it's not serving the team, it's not serving the business, it's not serving your clients, let it go. What is that, frozen? Let it yeah, go. Let it go. Okay? <laughs> and so we need to be willing to do that. And I think sometimes we hold on to things too long because we're either afraid of what was going to happen if we don't hit that goal or we're afraid of something else. Sometimes you have to let it go because it's what's holding you down. And I know you asked for three, but a fourth. Um, <laughs> I like it. We love it. No, we're loving it. You have to plan, but hold it loosely. We have learned anything over the last few years. Be ready for the pivot, mm -hmm. you know, and yeah. have, have your good, your better, and your best. Like now is the time. We got like A, we got plan B, we mm -hmm. got plan C. Some of us have plan F, you know, yes. G, and we're yes. working down the alphabet because that's the kind of um, just reality we live in now. Yeah. And so we want to make those realistic plans and we want to look at what we've done historically to make some predictions on where we're going in the future. But we also want to hold it all very loosely because it can all change. <laughs> it can change and can change quickly, but we want to be ready for that change that comes with it. So yeah, but really starting with that mission, vision, and values because if stuff's not aligned, it really doesn't matter, I think, what your goals are going to be. It's You may hit them, great, but how you hit them is probably not the way that you want to. Wow. That was I, that, that, that answer. That, that blew us away. You, and, and, and you gave us... Thing, <laughs> no, you're good, Peter. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you know, the one thing that kind of stood out to me was... How do people feel? Yeah. Because that puts the, the whole human aspect back into this whole thing. We can talk about AI and all these different things, but how do people feel? That's what, to me personally, that's what matters the most. Yeah. Because that's where you're going to get productivity out of people. It's like, do you that's feel right. good? Great. Let's let's keep going. Right. You don't? Yeah. What do we got to fix? That's yeah. right. And I think One we the, need to do a better sorry. job, I'm sorry, of paying you attention did. to that because you know, this, um, the world we live in, like we say the job market is tight and it is in some sectors, but there's other sectors where there's a lot of loose movement and yeah. people are going, they're doing. And some of, of us after COVID, we may not need as much. 
I'm okay, you know, taking a step back or something else like that. So I think it is important too. How are we feeling through this process? Because like you said, if people are feeling burnt out, if they're feeling grumpy about just coming to work, like we see that, like, hey, go live wherever you want. Okay, now we need you to come back. Uh uh-uh, uh, I'm not coming. I'm not coming back. Like we all like revert to three year olds throwing a tip attention. We are crossing our arms, dragging our feet, falling out on the floor. We're like, I'm, I'm not going back. Okay. You can't make me. You yes. can't me. <laughs> I want to work from home. Exactly. So I think there's 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 a realness. And I mean, don't get me wrong, remote work has its challenges as well. And there's levels of how to keep that communication and connectivity that we definitely still need to work on and improve some areas. But people have options. Yeah. And if you're not touching base with your team to figure out how they are feeling, oh, they'll let yeah. you know. But normally it's going to be with a two-week notice and you're like, That's but right. I couldn't fix it. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I know working in sales, one of the – the biggest thing, you know, with, with whether you're trying to sell something or you're managing, um, people will always remember how you made them feel, you know, whether it's your product, you know, what that result was or whether how you treat them, how you manage them. Um, people never forget how you made them feel. So that that's a great summary. Um, you know, whether it's the authenticity, right, you know, using AI to, you know, free up your employees time to, you know, focused on, you know, more important tasks. Um, I think you hit the nail right, right on the head and we definitely appreciate that. So, yeah, I love your summary awesome. of it. Yeah, that's you, know, like, you have to summarize it. <laughs> yeah, because as, because as I'm listening, right, you know, the the reason we do this podcast, it's you know, not not to you know just talk about food, which I love talking about food, but no, we, <laughs> you know, we we want to get something. We want our our audience to understand, you know, these trends and you know what's important from someone who's in the field, who's doing the work, has done the work, and has a proven track record of success. So. Um, we definitely appreciate you imparting your wisdom upon us. Um, with that being said, um, I have two questions. Um, I have one one here, but I have a, a, a an extra question. So um, normally we like to end the podcast with, um, what do you want to plug, right? So before you go there, because I do want to end there, because um, you have so many amazing things go- going on, and I want people to connect with you, um, you know, whether it's on LinkedIn or um, directly through your company's website. But before I go there, um, you've spent a significant amount of time in the DMV area, right? And we, we've touched on uh, the crab cake conversation, right? <laughs> so, can you, sorry, Peter, sorry, Kevin, I, I, I just, I, I have to know the best crab cake you've had in Maryland or surrounding areas. Um, can you kind of tell us what, what, what the best crab cake you've had? Because we, we have debates around here, um, and that's just something that I want to know what, what your opinion of is on that. Honestly, the best uh-huh. crab cakes that I've ever had, I made. Um, I'm just homemade. Okay. Yeah. homemade. All right. Homemade. I'm just going to be real. It was a yes. combination of lump and back fin. And yes. yeah, like honestly, the best ones in stone ground mustard because I like Ooh. it to have a little spicy kick to stone it. Stone ground mustard. Okay. Yeah. So right. that's the, the best ones. But if down. I had to choose a second. Okay. Um, always giving us extra. Always giving us extra. Yeah, always. <laughs> oh goodness! If I had to choose a second. Mm-hmm. Oh goodness! I actually want to say back in the day, okay. Phillips down at the harbor. Oh, okay. Like yeah, I mean, I know it's classic. not there anymore, but yeah. back in I think the you day, can still order them. 
Yeah, yeah you can still order, still order them, but I think yeah. back in the day, they actually had, when I say that, I'm like the early 90s, they okay. had really great crab cake. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That was really good. So that okay. would probably be my second choice. Your second. But homemade homemade is the way homemade to go. Homemade just beats okay. all of the yeah. others, you know, because yeah. you, you know exactly what you put in it. That's right. That's Season right. the way that you want it. That's right. And That's right. you've cooked it the way that yeah. you want it. The way you want it. Whether you, know? you want to fry it or broil it. Yes. You know? And That's it's awesome. the right level of brownness to what yes. you want. <laughs> Yes. There's a thing about food and its level yes. of soundness, which yes. indicates whether or not some of its will is done or not. Yeah. So, yeah. That's Good answer. That. Good answer. All right. All right. I'm going to shift gears. So now anything that you want to plug, um, just, you know, whether, again, it comes to your business, any projects, anything, you know, upcoming for next year, anything that you want to tell the audience about? Yeah, cra well, crab cake recipes, man. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of broiling. Okay, mm. I will say that. Likewise, likewise. likewise. Um, I yes. think in terms of um anything to plug, let's see here. For those that are obviously interested, I am you know, I'm a naturally strategic thinker. So my strategy intensives, I um. They're open and available. If anyone is looking, we get together for two 90-minute calls and really map out your next three months and beyond and lots of value that's packed into that. And I think the next thing would be no shade again to the men, but <laughs> women who might listen. None taken. None taken. <laughs> um, <laughs> I am a um, co-author in a book um, called Mission Possible, and it's really okay. geared towards women entrepreneurs who are looking to get started. And it covers not only um, data, but marketing and branding and public speaking and, you know, all of the different things that need to be considered when... Um, taking that leap and basically starting to bet on yourself when it comes to entrepreneurship. So it's called Mission Possible. And I know that my my PR lady would be mad because I don't have a copy of the book. Go and hold it up. <laughs> You'll have to get over it. But yeah, yeah, but it's available on Amazon. And okay, um, nice. it's a really just, again, it's really designed to take women through that entire process of what it looks like to jump into that entrepreneurial fray. Okay. That's called Mission Possible. Mission correct? Possible. Cool. Mission yeah. Possible. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, that that that's awesome. Well, um, I know uh, in, in terms of uh, any like socials or is there any information that you want to put out um, if, yeah. if you know people want to maybe follow you or follow your business? Where, where can you be found um, on, on the socials? You can find me on LinkedIn. That's okay. where I hang out the most. Nice, um, nice. Yeah, I've. I broke up with Instagram, so we're okay. <laughs> I don't blame you. you can find me on LinkedIn. That's the okay. best place to locate me. Is it? Okay. And my business is on there as well as my business, my business page, company page, whatever they call them nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah. so LinkedIn. So, that for those interested in connecting with Kiva, um, you can find her on LinkedIn. I'm sure would be happy to connect and um, check out that website as well. I had a chance to check it out. Very awesome website and. Uh, Definitely look forward to uh, continuing to connect. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm so excited yeah. to to chat yes. with you guys, and I yeah. mean, you you both are the best. So this yeah. is this has been great. <laughs> really fun. It's been a wonderful conversation on our yes. side too. Yay. Yes. That's yeah. Yeah. Well, I, that's 
that's it. That's it. That's all I have. This has been awesome. We learned we learned a new crab cake recipe. Uh, we got, <laughs> got some, some great advice uh, for twenty twenty four, right? Um, you know, and uh, like I said, it's been really fun. Definitely look forward to connecting again. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's all we have. Thanks, okay. Kiva. Thanks Appreciate so much, it, guys. Thanks, awesome. Kiva. Have a good rest of your day. Right. You too. See you. Right. Bye.